This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Well, yeah, big news today. Who thought, you know, it was just another Monday. Who cares? Last Monday of, of a crappy February. I don't care how warm it was. The big news today, big news. Who, who cares what happened in Arsenal Street? We have our news right here. Sarah Campo is in. Incumbent Mayor Jeff Smith is out. Dual announcements the same day. Just before the, the beginning of March here. Yeah, your big uh, campaign season. Out there getting petitions. It's like, okay, listen, okay, you know, uh, Mayor Jeff Smith, we love him. We love him like a brother. I love him like he's another uh, talk show host right here at AM 1240. And he is. So we've been speculating. I've been asking Jeff. You know, I, I know Sarah a little bit. None of my business, but we know the whole landscape of, of city council in, recent, in the recent, recent years. Recent year. It's been a year, right? How long has it been? We're in the second year of what is the, the only, uh, the, 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 the Jeff Smith slash only, uh, I don't know, you know what I'm saying. And now today the big announcement that Sarah Campos uh, Smith, oh, Pierce, excuse me. <laughs> I've got way too many names in my head right now. Has thrown her bid into run for mayor and not city council. She was up for both, or she had the option for one, obviously. But she's running for mayor. It's, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about Je Mayor Jeff Smith? Well, the same day. You make your announcement before noon. You, how about this? <laughs> this is pretty pretentious. Or, or should I say presumptuous is a better word. Uh, you do your announcement before the hotline, and I'll do my announcement before the Live at Five show. That's a great balance. Are we presuming too much there? Eh, not really. Because it happened just before the hotline show today. Sarah says, I'm in. And just be well, I don't know. When was this uh, published? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, well, no, we know about, I don't know when. Je anyway, Jeff Smith is not running for mayor. According to, am I getting that right? <laughs> According to News Junkie, spell the big fat Z dot com. So uh, that's big, big, big news. Big, big, big news. Big, big. Bigger than, uh, what's his name? Bigger than Rubio's hands. Very small, small hands. Small, you know what they say about politicians with small hands. <coughs> anyway. Sorry, can't talk. Hi, you're on the air. Glenn, this afternoon I called your show and uh, talked about uh, the uh, unsafe practices by pedestrians when using that when walking on the highway. And, yeah. Uh, one of the big things 
that I didn't mention yeah. that I have noticed. You didn't? I thought you mentioned everything. In the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Is, is the fact that pedestrians don't walk in the roadways like we were taught to. We were taught to walk against the traffic, to be facing the traffic so that you could see the traffic coming at you when you're a pedestrian. Before you get hit, yeah. A lot of them today, they, they walk with the traffic so they've got their back to the the oncoming traffic they can't see what's coming at them <laughs> and uh, if somebody's going to crowd them they can't see it and, and, and move to the side right uh, it's um it's like they have a, a, a death wish so a whole different way of of using the the roadways as a pedestrian than, than we were taught well okay uh, I, I just, yeah let me let me just interject you first of all i wasn't taught that i thought you had to go with the flow of traffic uh, like on a bicycle am i wrong on that or i just got to get that cleared up and then secondly, uh, again, bike, I'll reiterate, people don't care. But go ahead. On a, on a bike, you go with the traffic. Uh, when you're a pedestrian, you face the traffic, huh. and you um, you can see what's coming at you. You don't turn your back to the traffic and walk with the traffic coming at your back. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so it's different. Yeah. I mean, you, you, don't you stay in, Isn't it dangerous, though, to, to, I don't know, if you're riding a bike with traffic, you don't see what's going to... I mean, does it matter if you're on a bike that you don't see what's going to hit you then? I don't... And, and yet it's the opposite for walking? I, I, that part doesn't... I, don't, I, I guess I don't understand that. Maybe I'm challenging something that really doesn't need to be challenged. But why is it that there's a rule for walking against traffic, but it's not the same for riding a bicycle? Uh, the only reason I can give you, and this is just a guess on my part, just conjecture, is the fact that you're going in the same direction. You're, you're in motion... Right. You're going, for, you know, on a bike you're going faster. You're than faster, you are, right? You're okay. Walking. Sure. And, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I could never walk on a highway. I used to hitchhike a lot when I was in school. Yeah, you know, can't do that anymore. Uh, yeah. And I would never think of walking with my back to the traffic. I always want to know what's coming. Yeah, at me. that's true. I, I I do agree with you. But but to get back to what you and I were talking about at the noon hour, as far as you know, again, let's let's break this down. When you said the other day. Uh, someone walked in front of the road in dark clothes with a hood on. I'm going to say that person was more than likely born after 1995. Is, is that a good assessment? Am I right? Am I wrong? Tell me if I'm right or wrong, my friend. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Uh, I, I don't know. But with the, it's dark with the hoodie up and yeah. uh, nighttime. Uh, right. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. I, I could only guess. Wow, you're too kind. Probably I'm, right. Yeah, and again, I'm not. I'm not making any uh, any reference to who this person is, what neighborhood they're from. But young people wear hoods. Young people hang out at night, and young people, for the most part, don't know the true danger that you point out very, very well. Uh, that it's not the smartest thing in the world to wa- wear dark clothes and hoodie at night and walk on the road, or just to defy the fact that you're just not looking both ways and that you're just proceeding as normal because this is your world and nobody else's, and no one gave any Asians any awards until last night. Uh, sorry, that's another topic altogether. So uh, all I could say is, like, your world, uh, my, our world, I should say, I'm a baby boomer. It sounds like you're a baby boomer. Uh, our world is a lot different these days, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, people, they, they don't. Their, their heads aren't on swivels anymore when they. Uh, right, right. The, the bobble. Uh, yeah. The other, the other thing that really bothers me too is when you're <laughs> you're at a you're at a traffic light, and there's a signal for the uh, walkers, uh, for the pedestrians. You yeah. Know, the, the the walk signal, and and when the walk signal says walk, right, they step right out into the roadway without looking to confirm right. that the traffic that is supposed to stop has, in fact, stopped. Car is the same thing, yeah. Uh, and and I, 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 I know from personal experience as a young boy on my bike delivering newspapers, yeah. I, I, uh, 
I learned that lesson very uh, early in life and was was actually struck. I, I never even, I, luckily, I was it was only a minor. I was only knocked off. My parents never even knew about it because I was too afraid to tell them. No, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, that's a horrible thing. I almost hit a young kid on a bicycle about, I'm going to say about 12, 13 years ago, right on Holcomb Street. And it was, a, you know, again, I remember the days we would throw sticks and snowmobile, snowmobile, snowballs at cars, run away like little pansies. Uh, but, I, you know, anytime someone was, got out of the car, I always thought it was a badass. Oh, God, the guy's getting out of the car. So sure enough, one day I'm driving along Holcomb Street. This is about like 13 years ago. And this kid came out of nowhere. He ran. There was another kid that ran. And then he ran with him or behind him. So I missed the first kid by a decent margin. And then the second kid, I didn't see him coming. So I literally stopped the car. And I got, I got out of the car, just like the old guys back in my day. Oh, look at those ghost guys getting out of the car. That was me. And then I walked into the backyard to follow the kid. And the kid never wanted to look me in the eye. He knew, he knew that some older guy was getting out of his car and following me into the backyard. I wasn't going to yell. I wasn't going to throw anything at him. I wasn't going to tell on his father because probably that wasn't the scenario anyway. And I said, do you know why I'm here? He says, yeah, I didn't see you. I go, so you didn't see me? You know, I didn't see you. I said, okay, you're being honest. Next time, please look. Both. What are you going to say? What are you going to say to like a 12-year-old kid? I almost killed yeah. you, and I would have been the one that's, oh, isn't that the girl? Oh, that's Glenn Curry. Yes, talk to your host. Didn't even know for a 12-year-old. Was he drunk? Was there something wrong with it? You know, so these are the things that I worry about every day, but because I'm the greatest driver in the world, unlike Jim, Jim Levin, I, uh, these are the things that I have to pay attention to. We all do, but especially now because not just kids that aren't paying attention, but like you and I have been discussing ad nauseum for the last couple of hours about all these people, you know, walking in the streets and, and just not paying attention to stuff as if they own the place. That's that's very that's very disheartening. It's 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 yeah, disturbing. With a, with a digital device in their hand. And right. A, and a hoodie ear, ear, uh, yeah. Walking in the wrong walking in the wrong direction. And right. It's, it's a whole L- listening of, to one you know, direction. All of us have responsibilities. <laughs> the pedestrian has responsibilities towards the driver, and the driver has responsibilities right. towards the no pedestrian. Right. No doubt. You got to share the road. It's right. a shared. That's space. not going to happen. It's a public space. It's a, we, do, we don't have a right to be there. Yeah, I agree. It's a privilege to be on that shared public space. Exactly. So that's my my uh, sermon, and I'm sticking to it. Keep up the good work. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. So last night I, I had it all queued up. Now I don't have it. But they had. What did they have last night? The SAG Awards. Was that what they were? And yeah, it was Sunday, February 26. So I, I didn't see them. I mean, we have so many award ceremonies. I lose track. But it's the Screen Actors Guild Awards. So I guess, you know, there's always a running theme. You know, let's face it, in the last 10 years at least, of uh, the, the, you know, the whole uh, identity uh, thing is going on. Inclusion is to get as many people of color, you know, to win and to be in the categories. And I guess Hollywood forgot about the Asian people. Asian actors and performers, SAG Awards goes beyond that, goes to you know, playwrights and this and that. It's not just movies, not just TV shows, but people involved. Screen Actors Guild, the writers, screenplay writers, authors. And last, I, I just, I didn't see, like I said, I didn't see it, but I saw the, the highlights to it. And I swear it was, it was like the Screen Asian War Awards. And, and, and I'm, I'm not mocking it, please. But everyone that went up there was, who won an award... It's had to say something to the effect that I'm so glad that I'm being recognized. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. It's like, first of all, I know somehow that this is, they're not pointing at, you know, at at the Hollywood people that ignored, um, you know, so many people of color for generations. Uh, I mean, my God, it's it's just written all over Hollywood, right up and essentially right into the early 2000s, really. 
And then they change things around, and then they change the narrative to like, oh, those are the other guys, not us. Oh, no, no, not us. You're talking about those guys wearing red hats. Yeah, they're the ones that haven't recognized you all the time. So call me paranoid, and maybe I am. But when I saw the excerpts, I'm thinking, oh, my God, this, they're, they're talking to me right now. They're not talking to some rich producer that knows Harvey Weinstein that wouldn't want anything to do with Asians other than to sleep with them. They're not going to give them an award. They just want to see them naked. And somehow or other, they're the same people that, oh, let's start giving the Asians awards and have them say now they're recognized because the others are racist. Is there, is there any sense to what I'm saying right now? If there's not, please forgive me. But if you saw the excerpts to today or last night's SAG Awards, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's endless. Endless. And it's all seemingly, seemingly rather our fault. And it's just, I don't know how we get into that. So anyway, th- let's walk off that for a bit. Let's stick with the, the local stuff. Uh, big news today. Sarah Campo Pierce announces her bid for, for mayor, the first to do so. And an incumbent mayor, Jeff Smith, has said, uh, adios. <laughs> so, and that's going to open up the door to so many things. And God bless Jeff for his service. And who knows where he goes from here. He and his family are doing, you know, great things and so forth. By the way, I hope I'm, I'm because I know this was on News Junkie earlier. Now I don't see it. So someone help me out. But anyway, that, that was, uh, and then, of course, the other big news today is that Pat Hickey is, in fact, seeking re-election for a four-year term. Because at the end of this year is the end of his uh, two-year term. He's finishing off Jesse Roche. I know I say that again and again, but I think it's so important to note. So there's two council seats up and, of course, the, the mayor's uh, seat. It's a big year. It's a big year after a big, big event. And uh, News Junkie even had the, uh, uh, the survey earlier. Some people say, oh, don't pay attention to that. Well, you got to pay attention to that because we're coming fresh off the, off the golf course. And the, and the, and the survey had uh, uh, names and an option of none of the above. And the majority of people, I think people are just so flustered that they just had a spite. They did the uh, none of the above. But uh, anyway, big news. So if you want to call in about that or anything that's on your mind, 755-1240. 755-1240 is the number. We would love to hear from you. Other things going on locally, we talked a little bit about what happened. There was two men injured in an early morning shooting at Sip and Q. Sip and Q, we're Sip and Q. Come over to Sip and Q. Come over to Sip and Q. Right there on Arsenal Street. So, and then the man was taken there. He's in critical condition. He's okay. He'll live. But I don't know. It's crazy stuff. A shooting at a, not the first time. You know, the bar, there's a bar on State Street years ago. Uh, I remember I had moved up here like a year or two before, and there was an argument over a pool game at one of those bars. And if I'm not mistaken, the guy who committed the crime, there was a, there was a story about him being released maybe four or five years ago. That's how long I've been up here. I've been up here long enough for people to do 20 to 25 year sentences for murder. And trust me, I do it right at the beginning. There was a good, there was a big chunk of uh, a horrible, heinous. All, all murders are heinous. Don't get me wrong. But uh, anyway, so that's if whatever. Someone's on the line. Someone's actually here. Hi, you're on the air. Reporters. Well, I heard you coughing earlier. What did I tell you about drinking that water? I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in East Palestine. I'll have to. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're drinking that uh, Camp Lejeune water. Oh, right, right. There I'll you have go. To, I'll have to send you a case of Poland Springs. Probably okay. <laughs> Nah, I was just getting dry throat. How you doing? It's Frank. Good. We got the election coming up, huh? So, Frank, it is, is today what? This is great. Frank, our neighbor, is calling in on the day of, of the big, big news. What say you about today's news? Uh, oh, well, I think, it's, I think it's good news because I 
with vote for anybody that doesn't squander taxpayers' money and spends it wisely. As simple as that. They, Your listeners got to... And that, back to the new... Uh, I don't want to change the subject. Back to that survey on News Junkie. Yeah. I don't take that too seriously. I mean, it's because there's a lot of people out, outside of Watertown voting on that. And mm-hmm. Actually, they don't have any say in it because they don't have any skin in the game. They're not paying, they're not paying property taxes in Watertown. So... With that said, gotcha. back to the election, Yeah, we need to uh, like I said, keep people in there that are just not going to go crazy. Power surges to the brain, start spending money like it's uh, an open checkbook. Right, right. I mean, there's a, you know, whether they want to believe it or not, we're still in a recession, and there's still hard times ahead of us. And like I said, with the you, you hear all, if you looking at the Internet, there's people complaining about the streets. That The streets are going to need a lot of repairs. You can't just keep top coating them because the, the holes come back. You know, hmm. you know. Yeah, they gotta, no. They gotta, if you're going to recoat the street, you're going to have to do it three or four inches of blacktop and roll it down good. But mm-hmm. if the base is no good, you can put all the blacktop you want on the road. If you don't have a good base underneath, it's just like your driveway. Right. Hey, by the way, Frank, you know what? I, I, I was mistaken earlier. I was mocking. I was saying they were announcing before each of the shows here at AM 1240. But I didn't know this, but Jeff had made it to his decision earlier this morning, or obviously over the weekend. And uh, so, yeah, so Sarah said yes, and, and at the same time, Jeff said, so Channel 7's report said both of them made their decision before the noon hour. I just want to correct myself. But um, so, I, I mean, that's, I guess, you know, here it is, out of the configuration that we have right now, looking at city council, breaking it down, Frank, you got the two Repul- you got the two conservatives, and you got, you know, the, the th- you know, only Hickey and Ruggiero. Um, so now you're losing one. The other is going to run for mayor. I can't imagine any. Who else is going to? Do you think anyone in city council is going to run for mayor? Mm, I'm not really sure. But uh, who, uh, the bad part about anybody that doesn't have their term up yet, if they run for mayor and they lose, right? They still fall back on their council seat, which I don't like. Yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna run for another position, right? And you lose, right. you forfeit your seat. Sure, okay? sure. Because you're you're applying for another position. Right. Okay. That's just. That's but that's not so. Okay. Then last week, uh, Jeff uh, Mayor Jeff Smith uh, invited uh, former councilperson uh, Cody Harbaz to come in into the studio. Uh, that to me, you know, just days before the whole petition process, sounded like he he wants to be back in the race. Do you get that feeling, uh, Frank? I, I I listen to that show. I think so. And I like somebody asking point blank about the pool. Yeah. He says, hey, he came right out and said he didn't stutter. He says, hey, they squandered that. They squandered their opportunity to fix the pool by overspending. Hmm. So guess what? You got you, you, you got the park. You're going to have to deal with that. We don't have we don't have that type of money to throw around. Right. And they they think that uh, that uh, rescue act money is going to last forever. Right. Not. Right. I mean, there's hard times ahead for this city, and they just. They just can't see it. They right. just keep spending and spending. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I, I don't. I don't think the, that that big turkey that Jeff Graham would. Ref- oh, I like to see who's going to carve that turkey. Seven five five, and he made up that point because that was the COVID money that was coming their way. And I, I don't even think that matters. But it, yeah, it definitely probably you know put some money, uh, do- dollar signs rather in in council's eyes. Oh, we got it. We got endless spending here. What three point four for a golf course? Yeah, fine, no problem. Yeah, what the heck? We got it. The mentality. Well, I'm going to vote for this one because they're my because they're my friend. Or they're my neighbor. Right. Stop thinking that way. Yeah. You're voting for them on issues. Right. You think they're going to be a good candidate, regardless of their friend mm-hmm. or neighbor. Forget about all that. 
you want to vote for them, what they're, they're going to do best for the city of Watertown. It's fix, the thi- fix the things that need to be fixed. Right. And, uh, well, let me let me ask you this, Frank. So then we also have uh, Spaziani, who sat in for a little bit when uh, who left at the time. Who was was that? Uh, I can't I don't remember. know if he's going to run. He, I mean, he ran before, but he seems like a nice guy. I don't know him that well, but uh, I mean, he's a longtime resident yeah. of the class. But right, huh? I was up against him in a council meeting where I was the only one that showed up in Watertown. Why those big spenders wanted to override the tax cap? Hmm. And I spoke out against it. Mm-hmm. And he, it was him and Ryan Henry Wilkinson, wanted to override the tax cap rather than, uh, mm. uh, you know, look at the budget again and, and uh, right, squeeze it, make yeah. a few cuts here and there. Right, sure, sure. You know, nobody wants to be the bad guy in council. They want, they're, 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 you're not there to, it's not a popularity contest. No, I know. You're there, you're there for the taxpayers. No, Sometimes it's a hard job and... You have to make decisions that are going to offend somebody, but mm-hmm. that's the way it is. If no, you don't like that, then don't don't apply for the job. Right, okay? which one of many reasons why I wouldn't this do it. <laughs> so anybody in my book that overrides the tax cap for any reason, right? Okay, is is, is not a not a person that should get your vote. You gotta you gotta be fiscally conservative. You gotta look at the budget. Say, look, we can going to have to cut here. If we overspend here, we're going to have to cut here. Right, right. That's all there is to it. I agree. I agree. And DPW mm-hmm. should never be cut, as far as I'm concerned, because the roads... Oh, a mess. You're absolutely right. The roads are a mess. Mm-hmm. The, the tops on my list are roads and water. Right, right, right. And I was the one that... I complained about water when Jeff Graham was... There. Oh, you you and were complaining a long time ago. I got ago. the ball rolling on water, and they said, well, well, it's... it's we're trying to stay in compliance, but the client you don't understand, you're getting two different readings. No, I know. You're but getting a bad reading at the water department, then it travels for miles in that rusty damn pipe. Right. Then when you're taking your pill at night for a headache mm-hmm. with that triple contaminated water, right. you're saying, geez, uh, I'm taking a pill, trying to get better, and you're not. Right. And you're scratching your head wondering why. You're right. Well, but, Frank, i got to go only because it's at the bottom of the aisle, but thank uh, you, my I friend. Let you go. We can talk about Watertown's problems for Forever forever i know but people the, the closing arguments please uh, give it a little thought when you're voting vote for somebody that's not going to squander our text there you go thanks thanks frank that's frank uh, here on the uh, live at five show how are you in the air dallas all right, good. i got to do a break. I'm way behind, so let's do the break. Uh, we'll be back shortly right after this. You've been hearing about Herringer's contracting, and we'll always call you back. Uh, 755-12-40, if you want to call in. The phone lines were lit, and then they just, I guess they get timed out. I want to thank our friends over there at News Junkie, spell of the Big Fezzy.com, for putting my picture up there with uh, Councilman uh, Cliff Only. That's the picture of pictures for now, at least. Plus, there's another picture of of uh, Mayor Jeff Smith pointing at Councilperson Cliff Only. Ooh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, if a picture can speak a thousand words, it's right there. Uh, so what else is going on? We know about Sarah. We know about Pat Hickey. We know about Jeff Smith. So what say you? Anybody? Uh, let's go to the phones. Higher in the air. Hey, Glenn. So good news, I guess. Uh... We got Sarah Campo going for mayor. Right. Campo Pierce and then the mayor not announcing. I had a feeling the mayor wasn't going to be running. Yeah, I kind of figured that too. I, he didn't indicate it at all, but it just makes sense. So what's the power move? So um, 
Sarah as mayor. Right. Vent shown as council person. Who who gets that other council spot? Wow. Geez. L- listen to Donnie just throwing it out there as if it already happened. Um, well, first of all, I heard through the grapevine that Ben Schoen is, I don't know. I, I don't know. We don't know if Ben's going to run. We don't know that. We don't know. Right. Ben, ben if you're listening, you better call the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. Ben calls every now and then. Yeah, sure. But uh, there's another guy that I hear through, again, through the grapevine that's been showing up at the city council meetings that uh, people think might run. He's intelligent, you know, got his act together. He doesn't golf. No, I don't, I don't I have no idea if he golfs. Who's that? I have Cody no idea. Holman? I have not. Well, but then we talked about that earlier. Cody came coming in the other day out of the blue. He's been somewhat a, a huge uh, opponent. Was he there at the radio station buying campaign ads? No, no, he wasn't. We're not. We're, it's way too early for that. You got to get out the petition. And uh, this is the week where people are going to start making their announcements. And it makes perfect sense. And I didn't realize this, that Jeff said no today, the early this morning. I, I guess I just read the headlines. Oh, there's a headline. Sarah Campo Pierce. She's running. What's Jeff going to do? Apparently, he already it just done. This makes me wonder um, who, who the Republican conservative, conservative uh, choices are going to be. So, Well, Sarah's going to be. She's, she's a conservative. She's a Republican. Um. I, what, what's been? It's, it's not partisan. No one really cares. But you know, you look at it. You know, you have to look at it in, in, that way anyway, because we know what, what's driving the ship right now uh, for the first time in Watertown right. City so, history. I mean, yeah, everybody says it's not. You know, it's bipartisan or whatever it is. Yeah, not what well, they call uh, nonpartisan. That's not how things are run. <laughs> well, you have ideology, and we know that. You know, it's again. I hate. To, this is no discredit to to Jeff Smith, but it's almost like. The last two years of Jeff Smith Smith's uh, uh, term were the only years. Just like remember, AOC came on board in the halfway mark at, during when, when the right. Democrats took over the House, and AOC all of a sudden AOC was a was a household name. Well, that's exactly what happened to Jeff Smith. Jeff Smith was 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 Donald Trump for two years, getting things done the way he wanted to, and then everything went to hell. <laughs> you know, Cliff wins. Uh, Ruggiero kind of shifts her, her uh, ideology to the other side in favor of the two new guys. So all, for the first time, we have three to two going in the opposite direction. Uh, and it was, it's unprecedented. So now that's going to change. But then Sarah's going to lose her seat. So you wonder, okay, do we have a Todd DeMar to take that seat? It's going to be, I'm telling you, it's going to be the most oh compelling year. Yeah, this, this year is going to be very body. fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and again, I don't so, mean well, any disrespect, but I, these people have been out running, there. But I mean, nobody... I, Hickey, I guess don't waste your time is what we're trying to tell you. No, don't say that. Don't say that at all. He still got has uh, most of a year uh, to do, to make decisions that can win people back. Listen, right now I I I'm not a soothsayer, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say if, if if Pat had to do it all over again, he probably wouldn't go that route. But I I think he I think he did because he just did. Yeah, yeah, it's a great idea. <laughs> You know, like he's Frank Pantangeline or something. Someone showed up with his brother from Italy. He said, oh, i got to make this deal happen. I can't back out now. Whatever. I don't know what happened. But uh, anyway, he's running, and I and I appreciate that. He's got more guts and balls than I do, that's for sure. And he won last time. He won, You know, so who knows? It's going to be interesting, though, Donnie. And- it, it's absolutely going to be interesting 100%. I can't wait um, to hear what Sarah. Right. Has to say what her platform is going to be. Right, she's she's announcing she's tonight. On. Right, that's going to be interesting. Does anyone then, know where that's going to be? Who Does... are the challengers? Who's going to challenge? <laughs> well, hopefully it's not Donnie. All right, Donnie, I got to get out of here. 
right. Thanks, Don. That's Don. That's Donnie. Remember Donnie was running? I didn't ask him. Hi, you're in the air. Hey. Hi. Oh, again, um, I'm not going to start with the uh, pedestrians versus the drivers. Right. But um, I opened up today's paper, and uh, why didn't it open it? The scam call. I think I talked to you about this. Yeah. The guy that says, the voice says, we're collecting for families of fallen law enforcement right. officers. Right, right. I knew he was a scam. Right, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, I told We're collecting him. money for a dying I, puppy. Oh, yes, I'll give you everything. A dying puppy? Yes, he's dying right now. He's turning blue. Or less, you've got to give us money now. Oh, okay, I will. And then they take your money. That's how they do it. They kowtow to your emotions. They're pretty good. If you, Hey, if you ran a scam, wouldn't you do the same thing? Wouldn't you say, like, hey, I got your cat down here. Yep, yep, this cat's dead unless you give me some money. I'm like, oh, my God, where's the checkbook? We don't accept checks. Yeah, but... um, Give us a Bitcoin account. He's asking money for the... He's saying for the families of fallen officers. I know, they're going to get... Whatever it is, they're going to try to make you feel guilty... You could be broke like half the people in this town to begin with, but they'll give you some some reason to say, well, if you don't do this, you're a terrible person. So people, in the kindness of their hearts, just like that 17-year-old in Michigan that picked up the two kids because he thought they were cold walking by themselves in the street, and they turn around and they took his car and they killed him. That's, you just don't know what to expect anymore, my friend. You just don't. This, this guy yeah, earlier was talking about hitchhiking. Right. Who the hell hitchhikes anymore? Would you? Let me ask you this. Would you ever go hitch? If you really needed, if you wanted to go across the country, would you just hitchhike, put your thumb out there? Oh, I'd prefer not to. Right. I've got no reason to go across country, but if I really had to go across country, right. I'd prefer not to do it that way, but if I had to. But we that's I'd all we did back in the day. Stagecoach or something and go with... Uh, the stagecoach. My goodness gracious. Go with the cowboys or something. Right. Yeah, right. yeah Miss oh Kitty. <laughs> All right. Let's, thank you, my friend. I got to do another break. I got to call, but uh, I appreciate your phone call, as always. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, it's Crazy Ray. Crazy Ray, what's going on? Oh, geez. Is there, is there really a song, um, Who's Zooming Who? Who's what? Who's zooming who? That's what the president said the other day when he was, he couldn't remember if he actually talked to the mayor in Ohio, so he said he's, he finally got it out that he zoomed him, and then he says, you know, it always reminds me of the old song from my childhood, Who's Zooming Who? Oh, my God. He's such... I, I've never heard of that song. I mean, it just... Yeah. Got six I'll more years of that. something that's real, but... Yeah. I, I don't know. He makes up a lot of things. What, what was that uh, soda pop? What was the guy? Or corn pop. That's not, that's not even a good Corn nickname. Pop. Corn Pop was some guy that he, he he beat up one time in front of others, and, and all those people are dead. No one can actually testify to whether or not it happened at all. He's just a happy-go-lucky guy, and Jill is so happy. Jill is no different than John Fetterman's wife. Jill is essentially the president of the United States right now, and as long as he's sitting up there eating ice cream in front of the fiery mess, she's just as presidential as she as he is. And, and Fetterman, of course, is in a, is in a mental hospital right now, and uh, and his his wife is clearly is, is 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 trailblazing a path to the Senate seat. You watch. And, and by the way, Mayor Jeff Smith, uh, Jeff Graham, former Mayor Jeff Graham, said that, and he's right. He's 100 percent correct. He, he calculated about, that a long time ago. How, how many years ago did we say the the 
virus was made in a lab, and now it's coming through. I, you know, here's the thing, Crazy Ray. <laughs> this is what really amazes me about this, because the, 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 the leftists are so in control, even if they don't have the House of Representatives, who gives a crap? They are so in control with the future, with the present, everything they do. They even hoodwinked all those Republicans to give billions to the Ukrainian co- uh, countries, country. Rather. What I don't understand is, why would they feel the need to let whatever department of government that released that message today that, oh, by the way, it came from Wuhan. Why would you do that? I mean, you're in the driver's seat. That's like driving a car. Everyone trusts you. And then you admit to people, by the way, I I don't have a CDL license. I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, wait a minute. You're driving the seat. You're driving us right now. Why would you admit that? And and by the way, crazy. Ray knew. I knew. The whole audience knew. The whole world knew. And yet somehow they felt compelled to tell us. Why would they do that? Well, I knew when they couldn't produce, you know, here's my thinking. If you think it's a bat, you produce a bat that has it, right? Right. You know, and it never did. Well, yeah, they said it was from the wet market. But you know what I'm saying, though. I don't know what you're, you're saying. You're going to go that story. You, you, you somehow capture a bat and give it to them. Right. And then produce them and say, here, here's the bat that has this disease. But they couldn't do that. No. I don't think a bat can contain Bats are like cockroaches and rats. They don't can. Yeah, things like that. That would be like a scene out of Cujo. <laughs> Remember the yeah. bat it beat, it, it, uh, bit the, uh, the the dog in the nose? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean squirrels. Squirrels today still carry the black plague. They they're immune to it. They hmm. don't they don't pass it on, but they still have it. Huh? Squirrels are cool. You know, I don't know why they're just they're cool. They're rats with big tails. But they still carry the black plague. I mean, they it's in their blood. Huh? That's funny. So should we? Is well, that does that mean we should stay away from from squirrels? Well, no, they can't. They can't give it to us. They oh. can't pass it to us because animals don't pass diseases to human beings normally. So that that's your point then that they could. Yeah, it that's came my out point. Of, yeah, I, don't, right. I don't picture a bat passing anything to us. <clears throat> hmm. Wow. I, I, I've seen I saw that episode of fly by, and it, it doesn't seem like they wanted to throw anything on me. You know? Yeah, <laughs> bats are pretty creepy. They're, they're incredible. They, they animals. just tried to get away from you. Right. Right. They don't harm anybody. Yeah, they used to say I they used to. I don't buy m- that deal. I really don't. They, they they make a nest in your hair. Don't let them get in your hair. And they were saying they were eating them or something, but I don't <laughs> see a lot of Chinese people eating bats either. Well, I mean, I just know that uh, you know there I've are parts it, like, of that a country. A couple of times I've seen it on these like you know channels where the guys went you know ones that go all over the world and they find crazy foods and whatever. I've seen them in Africa and places like that eating bats. Right, and then commit but, suicide. And it was very, it was very like it was way out in the boonies someplace, you know. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, they show it that wasn't in like right in the city or anything. I mean, I mean, exotic. I mean, crazy. Right? Can I just tell you something? Uh, they eat dogs in China. They eat dogs. They eat cats. Oh, yeah, yeah, dogs and cats. Yeah. So there's and there's 1.5 billion but people living there. I just don't that fat deal. I just don't. I think that's very off the wall. I mean, well, it is. Well, no, look but at, look at when we bought when we bought the rap song about, you know, that, that's what set off the Arabs and they and they killed our our soldiers. You know, and yeah. and, their, and our representative there what are you talking about well when when hillary and all them told us that remember they told us a rap song was what set off oh that. right 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 and then yeah, yeah. yeah the the ambassador yeah. right and back in uh, uh, libya yeah and it was actually a 9-11 yeah, yeah. which was total bullcrap yeah yeah i know, I know. It, it, the bat deal sounds the same well but but crazy way here's the bottom line they admitted to it that it's not a bat it's it came out of the wuhan lab 
It, it started because of the tweet from the general manager of the Houston Rockets, like Glenn Curry said. And they got pissed off. They didn't like the tariff and trade deals with Trump. They were supposed to keep their deal both on the Republicans and the Democrat side, including uh, uh, Biden and his son. And they said, hey, wait a minute. What you, what, why, what's this, what's this uh, Donald Trump? Oh, don't worry about it. We'll get him out of there. No, you won't. We'll deal with it now. We're going to unleash the beast. We're going to wait for the uh, Chinese uh, New Year's and let everyone just go all around the planet. And within six to eight weeks, everybody will have it. And Donald Trump will be the blame for all of it. You watch. And that's exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. And, yeah, and, and, and Jane Fonda now, called it a gift. Look at, look at when the 9-11 deal went down. They shut everything down for almost two weeks. Well, yeah, but it wasn't well, a plane in the air. They they shot two large buildings down too while they were. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying though. Yeah, there wasn't a plane in the air for almost two weeks. Yeah, I know. Other than Jim Levin, and then they play like they can't do it. Right, right, right. Jim Levin had the <laughs> airways. I mean, there wasn't a plane going anywhere. There wasn't a truck going anywhere. There was any nothing going anywhere. No, no, yeah, it was at a standstill. And I still think to this day they just celebrated the. I shouldn't say that, but they honored the 30 year anniversary of the uh, the first bombing at World Trade Center in, back in 1993. Oh, yeah, I know, and there's still crazy people that... And there's like, oh, we can't forget that. that. Forget that. that. Everyone forgot that. And, and you, you watch, by the year 2030, 9-11 will be... Uh, no one will care. So much stuff is going to no, happen I in the next couple you. of years. I, think, I don't think people care now. So many things are going to happen. They're <laughs> happening right now. And COVID, everything. And that, but in the next couple of years, we're going we're gonna to wish that we had 9-11 as the worst thing that ever happened in, in American... I hate to say that, crazy. Crazy Ray, I got to go. I got to do another call, but thank you, my friend. That's crazy. Right, crazy Ray here on the uh, Live at Five show. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, hello. I just wanted to finish my point. Yeah, I know. It cut you off. It sounded silent. It's the headline right. about the scam artist. Right. I said, <laughs> and, the, and he's saying about the police. I said, I don't want dead cops. I want dead scam artists, telemarketers. Oh, right. That was the line I gave him, and that was the line I wanted to give you. But I know you had to go to the commercial. Yeah. But that was the line I wanted to finish Got with. It. I understand. Thank you. Well, that's good. That's a good line, actually. Should save that All for right. the for yeah. the roast. All right. Uh, thanks, Todd. I just wanted to finish no, my I story. Get, no, I understand. I, I get it. I get it. Okay. Seven, as Jeff Graham would say, 755-1240. Uh, so let's do a break. You're listening to the Live at Five show. We'll be back. You've been hearing about Harringer's contracting, and now the roof people who always call you back. Uh, welcome back. So just glancing on the uh, national and international side of News Junkie, which is the left column, uh, breaking news, according to a Daily Mail. Uh, don't worry about it. No, this isn't a big, you know, this isn't a pool hall incident. <clears throat> uh, Biden administration watchdog to investigate Pete Buttigieg's uh, 18 taxpayer-funded government jet flights. 18, that's 18, folks. After he insisted it was cheaper than flying in commercial economy class. 41000 in the eye-popping price tag for transportation. So now he's getting scrutinized. Remember, you know, uh, Andrew Cuomo was on top of the world. Remember Richard Milhouse Nixon was the most popular president as far as the voting was concerned on Election Day in 1972? Well, that came to a crash very shortly thereafter. Pete Buttigieg was considered the leading cabinet member in the Biden administration. Uh, roughly about, I'm going to say, over a year ago. It's February. I'm going to say the latter part, or, or, or all throughout the first year of, of the Biden administration, they were saying, well, you know, Pete did run before, and he got the cabinet position, and he fared well with the people. And, uh, and of course, he's, you know, he fits that other category hmm he could be the free yeah. and now now he's screwed up 
And now they're even looking into his expenses. $41,000 for 18 flights. <clears throat> I know uh, there was a spoof. I, I fell asleep before Saturday Night Live came on Saturday night, obviously. Uh, but I heard it was really good. I heard Woody Harrelson was, well, I know Woody Harrelson was the host. I saw him, and then I just fell asleep. But uh, he had some conservative things to say. Every now and then, um, what's his face there? Who, who the, the Lorne Michaels will throw a curveball at everyone. But apparently he said he did a couple of th- he said a couple of things in his monologue that the left just didn't like. And I know Tucker Carlson is talking about that in, a ser- in his own series, where comedy is dead. And they show excerpts of people getting assaulted, you know, comedians getting assaulted on stage. One woman says, that's the most racist joke ever. And it's, I don't know, it's sad. But, you know, then, then Woody Harrelson gets up. But so Lorne Michaels will, will bring in a, a Bill Barr, who's very conservative. Some people don't. I, I think Bill Barr is hilarious. He's the bold guy. I don't know if he's from Boston, wherever he's from. He always talks like this. <laughs> and he gets away with a lot. I think he's America's hall pass. Like what Alec Baldwin was for so many years before he killed somebody, but uh, uh, but Bill Barr is the type of guy that can say a lot. He's like what what you know, what uh, what's his face is to uh, Family Guy, uh, McFarlane, Seth McFarlane, Seth Seth McFarlane is a down. I mean, just outright liberal, Trump hater, and yet everything on that show. And you know he doesn't have poetic justice anymore. He doesn't write. He hasn't written it for years. But it's still his show. And it's his voice, so it's, he's very much a part of it, or voice is. But he gets away with, he's another of America's whole. But that show in general, I'm, I love the fact that, that the family guy is still on the air. I just can't believe it, it was ever on the air, especially in this climate. But sometimes people can get away with playing both sides of the political coin. They could talk on both sides of their mouths. Jimmy Kimmel's a perfect example of that. Where you know he was doing blackface, he was making mocking women up on trampolines, and I, I you know during the men's show, drinking beer, saying things you know stupid things like Mo Green, and getting away with it because that was America 10, 15 years ago. But then you know what? In order to guarantee your next six, seven years of contractual agreements with ABC or Disney, you got to be on our side, and that's what he did. It's clearly what he did, and the same thing with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, did I say Kimmel and Fallon? I get it mixed up. Of course, Colbert is just downright, he's just a communist to the core. He actually believes what he's saying. And that's what uh, Tucker Carlson was, was saying the opposite of the other day. I didn't agree with him. But anyway, I talked too much. Give me a shout. 755-1240. is the number. We talked about the shooting that happened. Two people were shot by the same bullet. We talked about the Alec Baldwin incident. That same thing happened there. Alec Baldwin uh, killed the cinematographer. And that same bullet went uh, in, 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 into the body of the director that was, uh, who was near her. And to the historians back home, I might have mentioned this earlier, but the same thing happened in Dallas when uh, JFK was shot. Uh, one of the bullets went through his neck and, uh, and then went through the backside of, uh, of uh, what was his name, uh, Governor Con- Connolly of, of Texas. He says, oh, they're going to kill us all, he said. Same bullet by Oswald, of course. One guy. No conspiracy. Higher in the air. Hey, Glenn. How's it going? Lefty, two for Monday. I know. Did you really try to watch the SAG Awards last night? No, I didn't. But I saw the previews of them today on Morning News, and I'm watching them, and everyone was up there crying about how they haven't been recognized all these years. And I'm like, wait a minute. I recognize you. I mean, I mean, I remember Jack's Sue. I remember, you know, Arnold's Place. You know, I remember Japanese. I, I, what, uh, Nakasami uh, Tower. 
I, I, I don't have the, uh, you, know, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, why all of a sudden, oh, is it our fault that Asian Americans or Asians in general haven't been given SAG awards before? That's all I saw last night. Didn't Jerry Lewis get one? Oh, stop. What, are you going to throw in like uh, Mickey Rooney while you're at it? When he, when he played the yeah. Asian guy? Yeah. In uh, gotta, Breakfast gotta, at Tiffany's. I got to love our history. It, it is history I know, I know. But, uh, but, it, but do you agree with me that they're basically, I mean, they, the, 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 the Democrats ran Hollywood. They still do. And the, Hollywood was so racist for generations. And somehow or other, that, that narrative is spilled off onto, onto conservative people now. Oh, it's your fault. You haven't given an Asian. <laughs> Finally, we recognize Asian people tonight. And you didn't. It's like, what are you talking about? Well, you you know, run they, the SAG Awards. They, it's you know, your awards. Go ahead. The, the, TV, the TV show Kung Fu, Bruce yeah. Lee was up for that. He, it was going to be his show. It was there, and they just said, like, nah, you look a little too Asian. Yeah, yeah and he was five foot you know, nothing, that's, too. That's, that's, that's the, the truth behind that, you know? And that would have been, like, a, a level higher if he'd been able to do a show like that, you know, instead of just doing the sidekick. Thing. Honestly, I always thought Carradine did a great job. I don't know why. I just I, I, th- I, I thought so too, but it would have been totally different. No, I love Kung Fu. I still watch it. Now. Great show. Great show. Yeah, it's a great show. I, I really like it. But you know, he wasn't Asian. Right? No, I know. So yeah, neither was one of those things yeah. where it seems to be overlooked. Though, and, and he died uh, where he strangled himself while masturbating. Oh, do, do we have to bring that up? I mean, it's five minutes before the dinner hour, and yes, he did something. St- and by the way, his last movie was a Mark Neveldine movie. He was in uh, uh, duh, what was the name of that movie? Was the second one? Wait, what you should have what you should have been watching last night was the foods that make America. Now there was a new one on last night. I missed the Campbell it. Soup Kingdom, hmm. and how they versed before that. Before they were the first one to do condensed soups, hmm. and before that, like Heinz had the, the lead on all soups. So it was kind of a you know. It, it's show. it's amazing because when you talk about that, and I love that show on, on the History Channel. It's amazing how you take things for granted. Now, for instance, let me ask you. Uh, like they talk about cookies, and it's like well, you just think, oh, chocolate chip cookies are chocolate chip cookies. But at the end of the day, it's completely untrue because there's nothing like a Chips Ahoy chocolate chip original cookie. It's nothing like it. It's got that same taste same, it did same, when I was same, three years old. Thing, yeah, same thing with the Oreo. Oreo. You know, the, anything else? They that's something that you know the stores store brands don't do correctly. They don't it's like Chip Ahoy. Yeah, and the Chip Ahoy is something that would be. I mean, people would put it on a lower level, but we all grew up on it. So oh, I loved it. it. You know, it's just one of those things. But yeah. They also had last night, there was a thing on candy. Yeah. And it was another another program right after. So this was all going through and just showed you how the whole world was. The first person that came out that made candy something that to do with a holiday was <clears throat> they they were making those little candy hearts that you see that have, like, you know, be mine or whatever, the right. Valentine's Day. Right, right. So it started out from there, and then a hmm. guy made candy corn, and he tried to do it for Christmas. Hmm. Oh, really? They weren't calling it candy corn at the time. They were calling it something else because it was something to do with chicken feed. Because back then, people didn't even eat corn. Right, right. You know, just the way things are. People are less than 200 pounds, too. What they, what they really get into, which is really interesting, is, is how we've been manipulated by, you know, the media and, you right. know, to say, like, begin with, you know, they, they first came out with, you know, the different TV dinners, and they went through all that, and, right. you know, Swanson. look back into the different, yeah, the Swanson, the different breakfast, and right. all, all the things. No, I know. You know, we didn't even eat breakfast before, and the, the things they're doing, and, and they'll, they'll go on and on about the different, you know, the ads, of the gov- the plans that the government had, had been involved with, and it was all in payola, like saying, you know, like, saturated fats are bad for you. Mm. Know, there's no, yeah. no proof of that, like, whatsoever. That's just something that was made up by the government. I mean, made up by the media, and the, mm. the government backed on it. 
and the whole like pressing milk. You know, gotcha. basically, you know, we're a milk area here, but milk is something that you know, no, no adult should ever be drinking. You know, it's just not good for you. It's only good for you. And really what? Are you crazy? Milk. I love milk. No, no, no. You can love it you want, but it's not good for you. Hmm. You know, we we continually. It's not even right now. We have a, a bad, bad. Um, food pyramid every time. And, you uh, know the bottom of it. They're trying to do all bread. Sorry, right before I go, before I go, before we t- end the show talking about stuff that people don't want to talk about. Let me ask you this: What do you think about the people that just announced today that they are going to run or not run for mayor? What? Do you, that's the big story of the day, Lefty. I'm surprised you're not talking about that. Um, you know, I I don't live in the city. So oh, stop! Now not. all of a sudden you don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kind of just I was just joking with that. I think Sarah would make a good mayor. I think Jeff has been a good mayor. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think you know that. Good hotline host too. More money, we spent more money than we can. And I will give a Cody where I wouldn't necessarily give him props unless you need it. He he did say that like answer the pool is something we can't do anymore. We spent that money. Right. You know, so he jumped off off that, and so I think he's probably going to put his hat hat in the ring too. Hmm. And yeah. you know, I well, don't know. It's, it's I, one I of those ho- things where I I, I wish uh, you know I wish that if you did run and you had a council seat that you lost it afterwards but you know that's everybody doesn't have the cojones to give up that right. to try it for another right no i agree so all right uh so do you think uh who do you think runs for council i mean the other big announcement today pat hickey is looking for petitions he's uh, putting his hat in the ring for the what will ultimately be a primary yeah i don't think he has any chance he's he's he, he's been too silent on and he's, he's one of the people that was the majority, I don't think he gets back in. Regardless, um, I would, I would think I'm gonna, I would guess Cody's gonna run. I would yeah. guess that, you know, you'll you'll probably see someone you've never heard of before. That's like, true. You know, the guy you said that goes to all the city council. Right, the smart guy. I don't know him, but I know he is. <laughs> He's got his watch. act together. I heard. I'm I'm bored enough to watch the you know the council <laughs> meetings while I work sometime on Monday night. Right. On the right. 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 You got other things to do. Right. I gotta go hey, though. I gotta go. I'm, I'm gonna let you go. Hey, you have a great afternoon. Bye bye now. Don't you? Uh, that's uh, that's lefty. And this was the Live at Five show today. And I'm going to do, of course, the, uh, the hotline and Live at Five shows tomorrow. You have a good one. AM 1240 WE10 in Watertown makes us legal. Up next, of course, is CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Monica.